Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday, December 4th, 2023. It's December, everybody. Very excited. Today is episode 344 of Elijah Fire we got a great show in store for you. I always love having this guest on. She's a very dear friend, myself and Lawrence, but she's just a great human being and she's just jam-packed full of revelation and she is giggling with excitement backstage is what she said. So that means excitement, very exciting things in store. So also make sure to follow us at the Light Fire Podcast on Spotify, rate this. Um rate it wherever you guys are listening to this and follow if you can if there's an option if you're listening to this on a podcast platform make sure to follow us that really helps us out as well so guys anytime you donate to elijah i almost said it i almost said elijahfire.com slash donate but that's it's just elijahstreams.com slash donate elijahstreams.com slash donate that keeps this afloat at five days a week make sure that we can bring you content five days a week Uh, but then we also go we go the extra mile is what we do. And um, I, many of you guys know that we do the water wells and we take a portion of every donation and we put it into those amazing efforts. So we're going to play a quick video and then we are going to make a very special announcement that you don't want to miss. So here we go. Many people do not have access to safe, clean water, which is why we have made it our mission to help change that. It takes time prayer and research to identify the right locations for new water wells. As we discover a village that could use clean water, we travel there to get to know the people. We cover a lot of ground and spend countless hours on our way to visit the unclean water sources and back again as we search for the ideal spot for the new well. The exciting part comes next. The surveyor confirms that the water is present and then the drilling team is mobilized. Water eventually springs forth. The community's happiness explodes. A realization that sets in and know that God has heard their cry for help. Following the completion of the well and the installation of the custom sign, a celebration praising and thanking God is held. Many come to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Destinies are being changed around the globe, one clean water well at a time. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Thank you guys again for your donations. We really appreciate it. And I know people overseas appreciate it too, that meeting a basic need like that is a huge answer to prayer. Um, And so uh, never underestimate uh, your giving and the impact that you're making. So, um, all right. So on Wednesday, we start a new teaching series, our final teaching series of the year. Um, and it's actually a really cool uh, story, which I will save for tomorrow just because I, I need to make another announcement. Uh, but we're going to be having James Gall on. And it's really cool just how that whole thing unfolded. Um, very Holy Spirit, just like, what? what? So super cool. Uh, but that starts on Wednesday. And it's going to have a focus of discernment and how do you how do you handle a prophetic word and how do you handle it with maturity? Um, and I'll kind of go into that a little bit more tomorrow as I make the announcement, but very excited about that. What I'm also excited about 
is that officially right now, as in right now, 2.06 p.m. Pacific time on December 4th, 2023, uh, Elijah Fire's merch is officially available to purchase. What? Everyone's like, what? Yes, it is. All right. So I'll be going through and showing you what's available, um, but it's going to be while supplies last and then we'll do restocks and all that stuff. So I really wanted to give you guys, Elijah Fire viewers and listeners, the opportunity to jump in on this first. Um, so uh, we're, we have three items available. We have an Elijah Fire shirt, which is in men's and women's size. So you have that option. We have a mug and then we have a pack of five stickers that you can order individually if you want, but it's a better deal if you buy if you buy them five, all, all five. So this, this I had to redesign the logo, and there's a reason why because um, the file format is different, and so I needed to actually redesign this very quickly. So we have a men's and a women's shirt. It's still very retro. Uh, there's a closer look right there. So the shirt is going to be twenty four dollars. And then we have this sweet Elijah Fire mug. This is a, it's going to look way better than this. Okay. But this is just the mock-up that they gave us. So it's a full wraparound with the stars and it has Elijah Fire on one side and it has the logo on the other. Um, and so I'm very excited about that. And that's going to be $22.99. It's a 15 ounce mug though, which is great. Um, I also was thinking of my mother-in-law because she likes bigger mugs. And I was like, well, if I do a, sh a smaller mug, she's not going to want it at all. And so I was thinking of her. So you can thank Susan Sears, my mother-in-law, for that one. And then here are the amazing sticker packs. So this is all for, we have the Elijah Fire logo, the flame. We have the new logo design. We have K-Buy. That's right. You can take K-Buy and slap it on whatever you want now. And then we have a level up sticker too, which is kind of our slogan as well. So that's going to be $12.99 for that five pack uh, or $3.99 for one. Um, and so if you wanted an extra K buy in there or whatever, you can, you can tack that on as well. So we're very excited about this. You guys, it's been a, a, a long wait and you guys have been so patient and we have a lot of other really exciting Elijah fire merch ideas. Um, but we wanted to get out some stuff as quickly as possible for you guys without cutting corners. Um, and so thank you guys so much for your patience. And like I said, we wanted to offer this opportunity to, Elijah Fire viewers and listeners, because you guys have been so patient over the years. Uh, two years. Some of you guys have been waiting two years for merch, and we've been talking about it for two years. So um, very excited about that. And um, yeah, and so um, you guys can go to, uh, there's a link in the description right now under stuff we talked about right there at the top. You can click that. You can also go to Elijah. It's super easy to find ElijahShopper.com. And just type in Elijah Fire, all one word. That's ElijahShopper.com. And then in the search, just type in Elijah Fire as one word. You'll see all of the merch pop up. And you can purchase right now. I definitely want a mug. I designed the mug so that I could hold it up like this with my right hand. And you could see Elijah Fire on it. Uh, I apologize to any lefties that are going to be doing podcasting. I want to show it off. You will have to show the flame, but that's okay. Yeah, so I'm super excited, you guys. Um, get it while supplies last. Perfect stocking stuffer for somebody or gift if someone's a diehard, a diehard Elijah Fire. Er, I don't know what we call. I'll, what do we? What do we call Elijah Fire fans? Um, I have no idea. We need to come up with. 
we need to come up with a name. So anyways, super excited. You guys fire fam. Yes. Some people say fire fam. Um, so I'm not as much a fan of the fire fam clearly, but you know what? If you want to say fire fam, more power to you. I'm not going to stop you. Um, but you get to say it loud and say it plot proud with your, uh, with your love of Elijah fire. So there we go. All right, guys. Um, I'm super excited about today's guest. Very, very, uh, excited. So for those, um, who don't know she, who she is, she's an, uh, an insanely gifted teacher, student of the word, uh, also a prophetic voice. Let's give it up for our guest today, Mandy Woodhouse. Yo, Mandy. What's up, Fire Fam? What's up, Fire Fam? <laughs> yeah. Maybe now, if there's it. enough, we'll have to do like a, a, a special edition sticker that just says Fire Fam for those that love that term. <laughs> yeah. I will do it for you guys. Uh, uh, yeah. It's Very so cool. good. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about the about the merchandise. I'm yeah. going to somehow get a mug to yeah. Australia. Oh, we'll yeah. see. Yes, it was, there were a lot of late nights working on it to try and because we originally worked on it. We had the guy we were working with the guy and then he's like, oh, yeah, you're I'm just not used to printing. You have to do a different type of file format. Those who are familiar with printing, you're aware of like CMYK. Ours are done in a different format because I don't want to get into it. It's not, not worth it. So then I had to like learn how to use Photoshop, which I am not well first in. So it ended up just being whatever. So yeah, I'm very happy though. Very happy. Well, it looks good. It looks good. I'm excited for y'all. Thank you, Mandy. Bye. Speaking of excited, you're yeah. really excited about today's word. I am. Oh my gosh. I yeah. feel so much joy i just i was like giggling backstage i just um man i really and my hands are on fire and when my hands are on fire like for for those of you listening like just know like just just be expectant for what the lord wants to do and what he wants to say because oh it's just so good um so should i just Go into the dream I had. Yeah. So for those who would like to follow along in the description, <laughs> under stuff we talked about, underneath the merch link is a link to the Elijah list with this dream in it. So if you'd like to kind of follow along or go back to it later, we have provided the link to that for your viewing pleasure. Yes. Go for it, Mandy. Go for it. So um, I'll just start by saying I really feel like the Lord is actually going to activate people today and bring them to a place of depth of friendship with him uh, beyond devotionals, beyond, um, you know, the, the everyday, even just the, the level of abiding that a lot of us have done in this last season, the level of ascending. I feel like he's actually going to be drawing people into a deeper place of intimacy and I don't even think I don't I wish I had the word because I don't feel like intimacy is good enough. I don't feel like abiding is good enough. I don't feel I don't I just feel my spirit is like, man, there's more that he wants to draw us into. Mm -hmm. And I feel yeah. like today that's something that that is going to be a breakthrough area for people today just as they listen. And at the end, I'll pray for people. But the dream that I had. um, Oh, it was so intense. And I won't read. Illumination was so beautiful to like print it out for me. And and but I'm I'm just 
I'll just go from memory for now. Yeah. Basically, I was running an event at a uh, like like a church type setting, and it was in a cafe. This is this is in the dream, and we had a guest speaker there, and he was called the Master. And the master had written this book and it was a bestseller and all these people were like gathering. I mean, like lots and lots of pure hearted, beautiful people who loved the master and loved his books, loved what he had to say. Mm-hmm. So they're gathering in this like cafe setting and the master's doing like a, a book signing and a book talk and all this stuff. And and I'm just kind of like, you know, heading up the event. So I'm watching behind the scenes. Um, side note, the mass this is kind of funny, actually. I love coffee. My husband used to roast coffee. Um, and so the master had roasted his own brand of coffee as well, which I just thought was like a, a funny thing for myself and Carsten. Um, because we love coffee so much. Mm-hmm. Same. But so we were serving his coffee and we had him there doing this this book launch talk. Thing and he was doing book signings, and um, it was uh, it had a lovely feeling. Like I feel like a lot of times in prophetic dreams, the feeling is really important. It was like a, a good feeling. It felt really yeah. good. It felt really pure. It felt really clean. Would you say the same thing really quick about like a vision you have too? The feeling is very important. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just a side note on that, like. I think the first time I was ever on Elijah Fire, I had had a vision of the dragonflies. Mm-hmm. I remember. And, and it was a very positive thing. And dragonflies mean something to me, specific to me. And and I think that was episode number 14, I think. Wow. Way back, I'm like, amazed you remember ago. that because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so go back to episode number 14. You can see. Yeah. but. I received a few emails after that episode from people saying, um, but aren't dragonflies meant to be like evil spirits? Aren't they water spirits or whatever? And, and, and yes, but that's why we test and we weigh things. So in this vision I had back then, the feeling and what it meant to me specifically, and even running it past other prophetic people, I was like, oh, this, it was a positive thing, right? So yeah. this dream, very, very positive, this current dream I'm talking about. Um, And so there were people there that like wanted to take a photo with the master and it had kind of like the Comic-Con kind of feel, you know, like you want to go and you want to be with your favorite Mm -hmm. celebrity or whoever. He was, he was more like a celebrity sort of thing. And I'm watching him and, and I could see almost like a sense of sadness come over him. So he gave his speech, he sits down, he's writing out, you know, um, taking photos with people, signing books. And I noticed he just didn't, like he wasn't into it quite as much as he was at the beginning. So he came over to me and asked if he could make coffee instead. And so we, we you know, we gave a break, made the announcement, let's take a break. And um, I'm thinking in the dream, you know, I'm the the person who's running the show, is there something wrong? Have we done something wrong? You know, so I'm asking him, how can we help him? How can we make things better? And um, he's just making coffee. People are lining up, you know, they've been applauding him, all these things. I'm giving you the quick version. Yeah, It's all in the link. Um, and he said to me, you know, I love to serve them. So he's serving coffee. And so 
I, I'll just read this bit. Um, I could see that he also felt sad. His eyes were full of what felt to me like grief. I asked him if he was okay. As the event organizer, was there anything specific I could do for him or in any way that I could make his time with us more pleasant? And he looked at me square in the face and he said, sadly, and this is the part, guys, this is the, this is the important part. I just wanted to sit with them. I wanted to know them and I wanted them to know me beyond the stories in my book. But they just seem to want the exchange. Hmm. And man, oh man, um, I felt the weight of that. And it took me a few weeks to process it because I wanted to really process it for myself and what that meant for me. And where I'm at just in my life in general, um, I'm on a journey of like, um, of, of like a basically have shut down my quote unquote ministry and every so outrageous hope that was me that, that has all shut down now. Yeah. So we didn't have time to change it. Everybody. It's so so fun. It's so fun. (laughs) I, I, I like, that's how a lot of people still know me, but Mm -hmm. I, I just wanted to focus on him and I wanted to focus on my inner world and what I like a season of consecration. And the Lord really had challenged me a while back. Are you going to choose consecration over commissioning? Okay. Because a lot of times the commissioning is more important. It becomes more important to us than actually consecrating ourselves and having that depth of relationship with him. And so I had to really look at this for myself. And then I began to look at it. God was just showing me different things. And even in the body of Christ right now, um, I feel like we get to a place where we we love him. Like, and, and here's the beautiful thing. I didn't feel like these were a sinful people. I didn't feel like these were were people who were there for with the wrong motivation or with an impure heart or any of those things. These are people that genuinely loved the master. They genuinely loved the Lord. They loved the father. They loved Jesus. But what was happening was it had become more of a, of a, um, like Comic-Con exchange kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And he just wanted to sit with them for a while. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to love on them and have them know him. So as I continued to really like dig into like what that actually means, like, oh my gosh, I I started, I'm just reading, I'm just in the word more now than I ever have been hmm. uh, for a number of reasons. But um, I, I found Jeremiah, I'm going to read Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24, because I feel like here's the invitation and here's the part that we often miss. Um, I think it's got my Bible here, but I'm just going to read from this page here. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows, knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. And that word, when he says, um, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, that word glory in the Hebrew. So I did like a word study, typical me. I just like mm-hmm. rip it apart. You mm-hmm. should see my Bible. <laughs> 
I just rip stuff apart. Thank you, blueletterbible.org. Um, but the glory speaks of like boasting or praising of oneself. The word wisdom means insight or intelligence. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. The word might means strength and bravery and power. And so basically what the scripture is saying here is that like you can have all of the, you can work in signs and wonders and miracles. You can be super, super intelligent teacher. You can know your theology. And I hope that we do. This is part of the normal Christian life for all of us. I would hope that we would all prophesy, like Paul says, that we'd all be able to see people healed and move in signs and wonders and and have a love and knowledge of the word of God and and all of those things. But if that's what you're glorying in, you're missing something. That's not the part that God delights in. Mm. And, and that word know there, that they would know me, that's the word yada in Hebrew. And I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's the word yada. That is Strong's 3045, if anyone wants to double check it, right? But that word yada, actually refers to it's one of the hebrew um idiot what's the word idiotisms words hebrew words i'll take your ways. word for it yeah <laughs> there's a word for it um that that refers to almost to sexual intimacy with with your spouse it's a deep it's intimacy deep intimacy a deep vulnerable idiom thank you idiom it's a hebrew idiom that means um deep, deep intimacy and, and a vulnerability and a really knowing each other. And if you were to, um, to look up that word yada and all of the places in the old Testament where you see that word, it's in like some crazy places. I'm finding it in Proverbs. I'm finding it obviously in Song of Solomon. I'm finding it in Genesis. It is all over the place. Like the God, the God, of the universe longs to know us and has given us the ability to know him at that level of vulnerability and depth and intimacy. Mm -hmm. And um, that word, like where he says, for in these, I take delight. So in knowing him, that's what delights his heart. That's the word happens. Um, Strong's 2654. That literally means to take delight in, to take pleasure in, but it also means to bend down. And so if you read through that again, like Mm. that they would know me, dot, 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 for in these I take delight. Our longing to know the master more than just the trade, more than just the exchange actually causes him to bend down, to bend down, to be with us. And I feel like sometimes we miss that. We miss the, we get caught in this place of just um, like, I keep, I don't mean to, to be critical about devotionals, but I feel like there's a season where the Lord's like, I don't want you to read just a devotional. Mm. The version Bible plans are awesome and they help kick, kickstart. And if you're a new believer, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there is a place that the Lord is inviting us to where there is a depth of oneness with him 
that you can't get from reading an obligatory daily read or, you know, and those are not, please don't mishear me. Those are not bad things. Right. This is actually an invitation to step up. Yeah. And look, I think it's also worth saying that some people, God may have just plopped a devotion in your lap that he's like, I want you to do this. And that actually is going to activate something, but it's going to branch out from there. So Please hear what Mandy's saying. She is not condemning devotionals. Yeah, yeah, I think totally. You wrote one, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Okay. So, like, <laughs> there so you go. She, yeah. So she's not yeah. condemning them as in they're bad. Okay. Like, yeah. We just want to right. establish that. I don't want anybody to feel shame. Like yeah. You no. Misheard God if God directed you to a devotional. But That's what right. Mandy is talking about is there are some people who have found that as their comfort zone. Yeah. Them opening the page and reading someone else's thoughts on a matter regarding yeah. the Lord, which could have been governed by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that suffices as your quiet time with the Lord. Maybe it is time to go deeper and to, and to really sink your teeth into something meaty. So yeah. that's that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's more what you're that's- saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can have, you can still do your spirit led devotional. Of course. Yeah. But add to it there's a depth that he is invited this is an invitation it's not like a smackdown this is an invitation for me it was an invitation because then i was able to go back and say oh my gosh where have i just done the trade with you god mm, like where it so um exchange is the word he used in the dream but i would say even more so i think it's like a trade and it's almost like a uh, what's the word? Um, like a goods and services, like if I yeah. do transactional, a transactional thing. And it's yeah. not. I I I really believe that it is imperative for the bride of Christ right now to go beyond transactional. And some people don't know how to do that, and that's okay. That's where it's it. That's where the second part I want to go into is quite helpful. Um, so um, before I go there, I'll just say like, I've been doing, um, Kasa and I are studying again, we're students again, and we're doing a, um, it's not really a Bible college, it's like a ministry school on Wednesdays. And one of the things we were doing, we were doing a prophetic intensive. And one of the things we were doing within this intensive, um, it was like six weeks, we had to do something called additions and subtractions. I'm huge on that. If anyone has done any of my, I do additions and subtractions in in the courses that I teach as well. But the, the point of the additions and subtractions was basically to remove anything that the Holy Spirit tells you to remove or add in that's gonna allow you to hear him better. So I won't go through all of mine, but, a journey started about six or seven weeks ago where, and it all ties in with this, where I removed my, one of my subtractions was social media with the exception of my coaching page. Um, I deactivated Facebook, my Facebook pages, and I wasn't active on my Instagram. And so I removed social media, but what I added was 15 minutes a day sitting outside in the sunshine. And I'd done this a few years ago. It was amazing. Sunshine, rain, whatever, just 15 minutes a day. 
of complete stillness. So I, I didn't have music. I didn't pray in tongues. I didn't have my Bible. I didn't have my journal. I didn't necessarily pray. My thoughts were just on praising him and his faithfulness. And I would just sit very still. I had a timer on my phone and I put it on like the little um, like do not disturb and all the different digital well-being, whatever, so that nothing could get through. And I had a timer and I would just it was really hard. OK, it was super hard the first yeah. few times I did it. But the combination of the two brought a realm of peace internally that opened up something. It opened up like a, almost like a. Oh, for lack of a better word, it was like a, a like a portal to heaven. Like I could mm. just hear him. I could feel his presence. It was it, so it started with that. So I started on this journey. And then as well as the fact that our church is just going hard after this, this idea of intimacy and oneness with him. And so as a church, we've been kind of sticking in John chapter 14. That's where we're, that's like, as a church, we're going for John 14. So here I am. I've had this dream about the master. I'm trying to work out where I personally am doing this transaction. And I'm doing additions and subtractions. There's this, this peace inside of me. There's a peace in my brain. There's uh, just like not, a, not feeling anxiety. All this good stuff is happening. And I'm reading John chapter 14. And I come up to the very, very famous verse in chapter 14, verse 6, where Jesus says to Thomas, I am the way the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Okay. So I, I'm like, I don't know why that stood out to me. I've heard that verse a million times. We use that verse in evangelism. So I decided to drill down on the Greek words. And the Greek word for um, way Okay, so Hebrews, it cross references to he to the book of Hebrews. And it's obviously the way to God. It's actually, you know, it's obviously um, when Jesus says, I'm the way he is the way to the holy of holies. He is the way to eternal life. He is the way it no longer is it the law. It is now him. So that's one of the meanings. So it so in context, it's actually referencing cross-references to the book of Hebrews, where it talks about Jesus being the way to newness, to transformation. It's not the law anymore, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at the, the Greek word, it also means journey. And I had to stop for a second. And I was like, whoa. And I started having crazy encounters. And this is where I think um, I told you, Jeff, privately. I was like, I'm having these encounters. I can't wait to talk about it. Mm -hmm because it all ties in together. And so if we can know the master going back to the dream, if we can know the master is an experience, a journey, an experience, it's not surface level, then we can see it differently. And this is what, this was one of the keys. And I'll explain. This was one of the keys that helped me to stop doing the transactional thing, right? Um, you know, and I just like thinking about like Costin and I, we've been married in two weeks. It'll be 17 years that we've been wow. married and Amazing. we've been together 19. 
and um, but married 17. And so I know heaps about him. He knows heaps about me. We There's know- an Australian slang term, heaps. Heaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll come out of my mouth sometimes. Uh-huh. We know heaps about each other. Um, but what's actually been the thing that's bonded us has been the the intimacy, obviously. Yeah. But also the adventures we've been on. Mm-hmm. Cost and I love going on adventures together. The journey, the journey, the good and the bad. That's mm-hmm. been the thing that's actually bonded us. That's how you get to know someone. You know, like um, I remember having the first time I ever lived with roommates. And, you know, it was I, I university or college, you would mm-hmm. say, um, in Australia, we'd say university. I went to university. I lived with these two girls that I had met and I loved them and and. But when you live together, you you see things about oh, each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, and there are some people that you conclude that you just it's probably better that you're not roommates. Um, <laughs> you know. So yeah. Exactly. Um, and I and and it was a great experience. And yeah. but I learned things about them because of the closeness, because mm-hmm. of the interactions, because of the experiences that we had together, right? So the what the Lord was showing me is a great example of this um, is Kasten and I moved nine months, nine months. Now we moved to Adelaide. How crazy is that? I was nine Seriously, months nine ago. months ago. It's been nine months. I, I know. would have guessed like three or four. I, I know. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah, no, it, it's nine months. Yeah. Nine months. So nine months in, in March. So I think that's nine months, but so um, we, had a choice. We could either fly from Brisbane down to Adelaide, which would take about two and a half hours and ship stuff, all that. Or we could drive, which took three days. And we chose to drive. And so I had one car and he had a car and we had every our three mini schnauzers and everything that the Lord said to take with us in two vehicles. And we drove down. And, um, you know, it, it was an amazing drive. Um, we drove through storms. We drove through the most intense fog I have ever experienced in my life. And I prayed in tongues really, really heavily the entire time. You know, like driving um, in fog. Oh, it was it. And at like 3am because we're the yeah. psychos that get up at two so that we miss all the traffic so that, you know, mm-hmm. it, that, so we leave quite yeah. early. Yeah. Um, we had to live through drinking terrible coffee at the gas stations along the way. Um, we had Mr. Wigglesworth was vomiting for the first like hour of the trip. She's not talking about Smith Smith Wigglesworth. <laughs> She's talking about her dog, Mr. Wigglesworth. Mr. Wigglesworth, (laughs) who was a brand new puppy on episode 14. Remember that? Yeah, I do. He made an appearance. Yeah. We slept in caravan parks that we will never forget. (laughs) We had rest stops in the outback. So for a little Southern American girl that's used to stopping to use the bathroom at a really nice or semi nice, you know, rest area, like in the outback, it is a shed. It is a little shed with a hole in it. Basically you, I feel like I'm in Africa. Wow. Um, you know, we had 
but then we also had the stars. I think that was another word that I had um, yeah. released a while back in, in this place stars. called Kuna yeah. Brand. And just, man, I remember like, like us pulling over at like 3 a.m. in the middle of nowhere. And in Australia, you know, there could have been snakes and all these weird things. But we pulled over, both got out of our vehicles and we looked up at the heavens together. And I had never seen anything quite as spectacular. And that was something we experienced together, mm-hmm. you know, even down to like the white eagle that was circling the border. When we were driving across the border of South Australia, there was a white eagle there to welcome us. Like mm. those are experiences, right? Now, had we taken the quick way and we had done the plane, we would have gotten here faster. I probably would have had... um you know, I, I probably would have reflected, written in my journal. We would have talked about the Lord. We would have, you know, read some really great stories. I, I, but I would have missed the journey. And that's what the Lord was speaking to me about, the journey, that drive, and all the little things that went on in that three-day drive, good and bad. It bonded Cost and I, but it also there was something that went on in our hearts with the Lord that we would have missed. Not that the plane ride was bad. Uh, You know, had we hopped in a plane, like I said, we would have been here three days earlier. We would have had an amazing time. My journal would probably have all these great revelations, but we would have missed the journey. Mm -hmm. And and the Lord was saying to me, like, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I felt like it parallels, like I am the journey. I am the destination. I am the breath that you breathe in between. I want to be the journey. Like he de- he's obviously the destination, but he also wants to be the breath that we breathe in yeah. between. There's so something in that. And so for those that just don't know, like, how do I, how do I go deeper? What do I do? Um, I just, I feel like if, when we see him as, the journey. It's so exciting. I I had um, on the 1st of December decided to go for a little walk. We've got this beautiful park near us where we've actually had people see angels in the park. And Ew. every time I go, <laughs> pretty cool. I know, right? Yeah. Well, we did, we did this thing. We like went through and mapped. I'm going off on a, on a tangent here, but um, it's called Felixstowe Reserve. We live in a suburb of Adelaide called Felixstowe. And if you go back to the area, the people who opened this reserve uh, over 100 years ago were friends with the Wesleys. Okay. And and had, like, as in John Wesley mm-hmm. and had a prayer meeting, some sort of prayer revival thing, just one meeting on the grounds out here. And um, you can feel it. Like I can still feel, I can feel the presence of God out there. Plus there's plenty of Christians around that do prayer walking and stuff. But so I was walking out here and I was just like experiencing him. And I kept thinking, okay, you're the journey. So let's go on an adventure together. You're my friend. How can I go deeper in my friendship with you? Hmm. And even, even as a prophet, I, I feel, um, I learned from, my friend Larry Sparks taught me from Destiny Image mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, we had a, like a private little 
roundtable luncheon with him, a group of emerging prophetic voices. And the best, the best advice he gave is to not try to be a prophet. You're first of all, a friend of God. Then you're an intercessor. Then you're a prophet. Hmm. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And that was transformational for me because I think a lot of people skip the profit part and they go straight to like intercessor or sorry, friendship part, straight to intercessor profit. And he's like, you be be a, be God's friend. What does that look like? Yeah, that's really good, Mandy. And Costa and I catch each other all the time. I think we hold each other accountable to that. If there's times where, um, because he's such an intercessor, and I'll hear him in the prayer room, like, (laughs) you know, and that's great. But then there's times that we sit and we want to worship together and just pray for people together as we do. And I'm like, ooh, I can hear that there's still the warfare tongue. And I'm like, is that, babe, is that actual warfare tongue? Or can we just focus on being, and he's like, oh, because he slips into that because that's his, because he's an intercessor. So we'll slip into that, you know? And some of us have an operating system where we think that this is how it's supposed to be. I feel like God is smashing everybody's operating system right now. Hmm. I just feel like he's like, Let's just dismantle everything you think you know, and let's get to the heart of the matter. The thing that I delight in is yada. It is knowing you. All the other things will will work out. We seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto us, mm-hmm. Matthew 6, 33. But we've got to know him. Yeah. And really, so it's a, it's an invitation. So um, I'm going to take good, this Mandy. because I've been talking yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is super good. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, I was gone most of last week. And then I just got back like right before I did this show. I drove, I woke up, I woke up at my mother-in-law's and drove home in the, in the morning. And then Lauren and I just got home and are both at work. Um, but a lot of what you're talking about is a lot of, a lot of conversations I had my time away um with different people um my mother-in-law being one of them of just exactly everything you're talking about and it's interesting because i said eat whatever last night she and i were talking and i actually quoted that seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things gratitude <laughs> because i said we don't know we don't know the way we can be in a difficult situation not know the way out of it but the one thing that's constant every single time is the the equation you know we we have the solution that seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so even yeah. if you're confused in a time of it feels like you can't tell what way is up what way is down you yeah. feel like you're tumbling um and you're seeking the lord honestly yeah. um that is the one constant that we have is yes. is that command from him yes um, and yeah i i think that's a great encouragement um, whatever season of life people are in. Yeah, it's so true. Hey, mm-hmm. and that, that actually, I feel like there's an urgency in the spirit for us to learn to be this way with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of people have gotten stuck. The Mary Martha 
you know, thing where Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha's rushing around serving him. She's got a good heart, right? She wants to do the right thing. She wants to serve him and there's nothing wrong with serving. But he even says, he doesn't say, he doesn't rebuke her. He just says, hey, Mary's chosen the better way. And, And it just feels like, I think that we have to exchange, here's the exchange. We have to exchange what we think we know for just going deeper with him, even when we don't even know what that looks like. Mm. And the reason is because of the hour that we are in, because we are at war, because of all of all of the things, you know, in the spirit, if we, and I'm going to quote my pastor Todd here, if we don't know how to abide, we will fatigue. If we don't know how to do it, we're going to, this is my words, crash and burn. Um, Okay, Mandy, I'm going to ask you some, I'm going to ask you for for a practical for people because I really want people, people can be like, they can get that and be like, I mean, I agree. And I'm, you know, I, I'm definitely feeling that word, but how, how do I learn to abide? Like, how does somebody learn to abide? That's so good. So I would say start with, um, like I mentioned earlier, the additions and subtractions. Mm -hmm. Make sure that they're spirit led. I had a friend who was like, I'm going to give up coffee because because it wasn't spirit led. They were like, I just Mm -hmm. I feel like giving up coffee. And like they couldn't hear from God. They had headaches for two weeks. And then (laughs) the Holy Spirit was like, I didn't ask you to give up coffee. Like, Thank you for your heart, but I didn't ask you yeah, to give you it. Can, so- but I didn't ask you to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there are others who are like, coffee is the thing they need to give up, but they're not, you know. Yeah. So be spirit led, right? Mm. Ask him what what things. Pick a time frame until you know the first of January. Like, let's let's do this well. Let's bring in the new year well. Let's ask him additions, subtractions, whatever. Um, another thing is nature. Like I struggle sitting here. I love to read my Bible and I will pray and I'll have my worship on. But there's something for me, the way that I'm designed. If I go for a walk in nature, I feel like I can talk to him Mm -hmm. and I don't have distractions around. I just, it's different for me. Um, Another thing is creativity. If you do something creative, I often, and we've had, conversations about this often like mm-hmm. the i paint i'm looking around because the room i'm in what you can't see is there are like paintings everywhere there's probably a dozen i could probably have an exhibition because right now what i've been doing is like okay i am struggling to connect with you so i'm just going to start painting and and let you do and speak and because that's how one of the ways he speaks to me one of the ways i connect with him i think above all else, though, the word abide, which is in John chapter 15, and it's also in First John, and I don't have it. Oh, it's like written in one of my Bibles in another room. But that word means um, to, to linger. It means to tarry. It means to sit there and be as one. Hmm. And so if you can take your mindset and sit and not pull out. Don't pull out till he says to pull out. You stay. If it's one scripture, if it's that John 14, 6, and you just stay there. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. 
and you just sit in that place until you feel him pull up, linger, meditate on it, talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. We miss, like we pray. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about myself. Like I will often pray, but I'm praying for other people. I'm praying for the situations I'm in. I'm praying that God would expand my business. I'm praying for my pastors and leaders. I'm praying for government, all the things we're meant to pray for. But I forget to say, Jesus, what's on your heart? How are you today? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you saying today? Mm-hmm. You know, I did that the other day when I went on my little prayer, my little walk, my little journey with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having, um, I had little birds land on me. What? <laughs> I had all these little ducks following me. That's I weird. had these little, like, St. Francis of Assisi kind of encounters because I believe the Lord was speaking because I had opened up this realm with him where I was serious about the journey. And and I'm like, I don't know what this looks like, but I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to count the cost and do whatever it takes to get to know you. And I felt like that was like a kiss from heaven. That was like his blessing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that's going to happen to everybody, but that is something special to me. That means something to me. And so um, not everyone's meant to be Cinderella, but no. you're so white, you know, but like that's that. That means not Cinderella, Snow White, but the animals. That means something. No, to yeah, me. I got you. So, yeah. um, I feel like those are things that you can do. But I mm. really feel like it's it more than anything. It is just if you can keep in mind friendship, friendship, friendship more than than reading mechanically reading the word every day. Um, Yes, read the word every day, but we get into that like mechanical mode, like, okay, I've got to read these three chapters today to fulfill my one-year Bible reading plan. Let's do it. Let's do it. Catch yourself and say, okay, I'll read this. Yes, because the word doesn't return void because it's sharp and active and it does things inside of me. But I'm also going to stop and meditate on you for a second Mm -hmm. and praise you. Praise is key. Praise, 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 celebrate him, celebrate what he's done. And, and if you don't know, if you don't know how to connect with him, praise, start praising, start celebrating, you know, and just, just focus on the friendship. Hmm. It's a friendship thing. Yeah. And it's something that pops into my head too, is like being a friend first is like, if I said to you, like, Mandy, you are a wife, okay? Mm-hmm. You just chasing the title of wife so you can call yourself wife without all of the connective tissue that makes yeah. that possible is lunacy, yeah. right? Anybody would say that. They would be like, yeah, of course, there's a lot involved in her being a wife. Me saying, I am a wife. Um, yeah. But I've been th- what I've been thinking about a lot lately is about all these different examples of things like that and going, but why do I not, why is it so difficult for us to translate that when we have a physical illustration for us, Yeah, these types of things by design by the Lord in many cases, why is it so difficult yes. for us to then transfer that over to our relationship with the Lord? And, um, yeah. and so, yeah, I think that that's what really God is is really drawing people back to is just that hunger for his presence and that the, yes. the, the necessity of that. And it's always been a necessity. 
but for yeah. some reason we've abandoned it and maybe God in his grace has allowed us to go on for a duration of time, yeah. not fully understanding that, but where we're going, we absolutely need, you need to know God. You yeah. absolutely need to know him intimately, intimately. And Mandy, you gave some great examples of how to do that. Yeah. I, I feel like what holds us back. I wrote this down just before I logged on because I knew this would come up. Mm -hmm. The three things that he showed me that holds us back. One thing is religion. Mm. I feel like growing up, again, I'll speak for myself. I grew up in a more conservative environment where um, we didn't operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and I we valued the word of God, but we valued the word of God and doing our daily quiet time devotional over really knowing him and really knowing what was on his heart. And, and that's how I grew up. And so it took me some time to kind of smash the, the mentality that I guess when you grow up in that environment, which a lot of us had, and I'm so grateful for my heritage. I am so grateful for those, that foundation of love for the word of God. But there is in the back of my head, the default going back to like the operating system is that like, that, 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 that's what's, that's, what's important. We do that and you've got to get, you've got to do that. And then you've got to pray the certain prayers, the way, a certain way. And you've got to smash that. And you've got like, it's friendship. You're, you, you have access to the creator of the universe. You have full access. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the journey. You can go on an experiential journey with him. And so if he says on that experiential journey, on Tuesday, what I want you to do is just read your devotional. Then you do it. Mm -hmm. But if he says on Wednesday, I want you to sit outside mm -hmm. and I want you to do it without a Bible without a journal, without praying and tell like all the religious things. So the religious part of me was getting crazy. Like, really? Like I'm going to sit outside without my Bible. You don't even want me to pray in tongues. Like, is that you Lord? Is that, is that you God? Mm -hmm. and he's like, actually it is like, yeah. it's obedience by faith. Right. Yeah. Like, and so the religious thing, and that holds people back. Mm -hmm. It holds people back and we don't realize it. People, I'm, I'm not religious. I don't carry a religious spirit. But if you go back to upbringing, sometimes you default to that. Mm -hmm. So we've got to let God smash those defaults out, right? Yeah, that's good. The second thing is shame and condemnation. Mm. And so that, that goes back to an inner world thing we've got to work on with the Lord. There's no condemnation for us, but and there's no shame any longer for those who are in Christ Jesus. And that is true. There are times, however, where we we have breaches and we've got to go back and say, oh, God, actually, I did do this wrong. And it's not he's forgiven us. But there have been times where I was still holding it against myself, even though I asked forgiveness because I hadn't like I was like, there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. But my heart still spoke condemnation to me. Mm -hmm. There was still an accusation against me because I needed to go to him, not for his benefit but for mine, mm -hmm. because first John one, nine, first John one, nine, that when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I needed to feel the cleansing. Hmm. Those things subconsciously will keep you 
from going to depth in God's presence. You know, here's an example. This is super vulnerable. Should I say it? I feel like it's a good example. Mm -hmm. There are times in marriage where if as a female, if I'm feeling bad about myself or the way that I look, I don't always (laughs) want to be intimate. Right. Even though my husband is like, I don't care. I love you. If, if, if this intimacy doesn't happen, it's actually going to hurt something. Hmm. And so it's your, your shame. You're like, am I making sense? I'm trying to make you sense. You are 100%. Anybody who's, who is um, married or been in a situation like that, uh, you, yeah. you get it. Even if you were b- before, you know, knowing the Lord or whatever, like people, yeah. people understand. Yeah. People I, understand that. Yeah. And I don't have to go into too many details, but that is a really great example of what happens to us spiritually with the Lord. I'm feeling a bit yucky today. I know you love me and I know you want to be, you know, have this depth with me, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, oh, maybe not right mm-hmm. now. I just need mm-hmm. to feel better about myself. Yeah. And and lo- the Lord, even more than my husband, wants to go deep. He wants, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know? So we yeah, have to well, be aware of that. And I would even say, I even a, a maybe a, a lighter example would be, um, it could oh. even be, I don't feel good about myself. So we're not going to go out on a date. We're not going to go out because I don't want to be seen by people. And that's what you're, that's what you need in that moment is that intimacy of being out somewhere together. um, And then going like, so it could be a lot, there's a lot of different examples. Um, It it doesn't even have to be that, which is a great example. The one you gave is a great example. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's a, that's a good one too. Definitely. Um, so religion, condemnation and shame. And the last Mm. thing is I feel like, um, I feel like the Lord wants to smash orphan, the orphan mentality off of people because sometimes you have to fight for intimacy. Okay. So, so for those who are like, yes, I want to go deeper with the Lord. You have to fight for it. There's a cost to it. You have to stay like my husband has read John chapter 14 over and over, probably eight or nine times a day, every day for the past few weeks. Same thing over and over and over and over and over. Mm. And there's a cost involved. Like he is pushing in. There's a, you know, we just, oh, we just want to go after it with all that we are. I would give my life to know him better. You know, Mm. there's a cost, but orphans don't, don't really want to fight for the cost of intimacy and they don't really know how. And so I would say to start with the scriptures about who you are in Christ to start, like if you don't know where to go, start really going after who you are, who he says you are. I'm all about identity, just who he says you are and ask him to smash it. We try to do it in our own strength. Well, I don't want to have an orphan mentality. I've done this before. I don't want to have an orphan mentality. So I'm going to read everything that the Bible says, and I'm going to download my little scriptures and put it on my phone and, and, and have a voice recording and listen to it when I need to and listen to all my prophetic words. And yes, 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 yes. All of those things. But we forget to say, Holy Spirit, 
can you just show me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll do all these things, but can you show me? Because yeah. you're the teacher. John says, you're the teacher. Would you teach me who I am? And and just start there, you know? And um, yeah, don't, I feel, yeah, I just feel like the Lord is just continuing. It's an invitation I just keep hearing, don't crash and burn. Like, don't crash and burn. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. He doesn't want us to crash and burn. And, and when we are not willing to give all to find out what it looks like to be that intimate with him, um, we the possibility is there that we could crash and burn. And so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so good, and also too, you guys, uh, kind of running in tandem with what you're talking about here is, um, your book, Free Indeed, which is really, really good, and I'm, you know, I just I believe very strongly in the message behind this book, and it's a really quick read, but really, really powerful, you guys. So if you know someone who could benefit from that, or even you could benefit from like, yeah, I need a little bit more on this. I need a little bit more like, please spend time and just read that book. You will not regret it. Super powerful. Uh, Lauren and I actually got to endorse it, had the honor of endorsing it. um, And it's amazing. Hmm. Both of us were really impacted by it. Um, So uh, now is the time you guys. And I think that that, like you said at the beginning, consecration versus commissioning and that like focus on the consecration focus on knowing the lord being intimate with him especially with as we we enter into 2024 do it now don't wait until 2024 hits like do it now super super important it'll set you up for 2024 boom check it out so and you you'll never go back this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'll pray for people because yeah. I have a feeling you're about to ask me to do that. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna, whatever. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah, like it. What was I saying? 2024, 2024. It sets you up. It sets you up for 2024. I feel like we can go into 2024. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Um, sorry. I, yeah, I got it really happens weird. to me all the time on the show. So it's okay. <laughs> I have like five different things going on in uh-huh. my, yeah. in my head. Um, I have experienced since I ha- having this dream and all of the things for me, it's, it's a season. I don't know if it's a prophetic thing, but they've all aligned. Okay. So for me, I have the dream. I'm doing it. These additions and subtractions. I'm reading John 14, our church is reading John 14. There's just all these things are kind of going together for me. But since having the dream, it started kind of with the dream. I have looked for, and it's been trial and error. I've looked for new wineskin ways of connecting with him. I've looked at how to go deeper, all these things. And I've had a few moments where I have had such intense encounters with him that I can never go back. It's it's almost like I got it such a taste of Jesus in a way that I had not in the past mm-hmm. that I I don't want to ever go back like it has ruined me. Mm-hmm. And and 
look, side note, encounters are awesome. Having supernatural encounters, and that's great. But if it's not transforming you, if there's no fruit to it other than just a really cool story, then um, then it's probably like it's not worth telling the story. There needs to be fruit transformation. And so um, I just feel like the Lord is inviting us to, to know him at such a depth that it's actually going to transform us. It's actually going to ch- ruin your life. He's wanting to ruin operating systems. He's wanting to rebuild. He's just, and uh, I was so excited because I saw yesterday, I am never on Facebook, but I happened to see that my friend Lana Vazer had posted the word for 2024 was like ascension and abiding. And I was like, yes, Lord, that, that, that's actually what he's calling us to. But I would say you don't have to wait till the beginning of January to do the New Year's resolutions to do that. This is relational. This is a relationship. And I'm not going to wait until January 1st to go on another date with my husband. Like, like there's a relationship that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's all. A relationship needs to be fed and fostered, you know. Yeah. So uh, one encounter with the Lord and then never encountering, never spending time with him ever again is just a weird concept. Just yeah. like it would be a weird concept for you to do that with your husband. Yeah, you know? totally. So, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Well, take so, it away, Mandy. Pray for people. Awesome. Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> we invite you here. It's another thing I heard him say, just be still for a second. We tend to fill up the space with words. If you're looking for another way to connect deeply with him, just don't fill up the space with words. It's awfully uncomfortable sometimes, but he, the Holy Spirit, shows up in power. <sighs> take a deep breath, everyone. Just take a deep breath. Breathe him in. He is the breath in between. <sighs> Lord, I ask that you would reveal yourself to people. First of all, ask for dreams, very similar to mine, that would make a deep impact in people's lives. Ask that you would teach us, Holy Spirit, we need you to teach us the areas that would be holding us back from the depth of intimacy that you want with us, Lord, whether that's just religious operating systems or shame and guilt, condemnation, or even just an orphan mindset, Lord, that you would reveal those things, that you'd begin to expose those things. I pray that as people read the word, that it would come alive to them, Lord, that we come so alive, Father, that, um, yeah, the rhema words would be jumping off the pages. I pray for a friendship, Lord, that you would show us how, that you would show us how to have the friendship with you that you desire to have with us. 
that we wouldn't forget to ask you how your day is going. We wouldn't forget to go on walks with you or to create with you. I just impart whatever it is that you've given to me to every person that can hear my voice right now. Jesus mighty name Mm -hmm. and a hunger and a desperation, a desperation for you that we go after and we take violently. I thank you, Father, that we're not mere mortals and that we have all access to you and everything you have to offer, that we'd be merry at your feet. We love you. We love you, Lord. Teach us how to do this well. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Mandy, that was really good. That was very needed. I needed it. I needed it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So how can people, how can they, how can they get your book? We just talked about free indeed, but you're minimally on social media with the exception of your life coaching thing, but how can people follow you? Is that still an option? People know all the stuff. Yes. So the, so um, the option at the moment on social media, I am growing my business. So Mandy Woodhouse, coaching. I am not your typical life coach. This is my ministry now. Like this is it. Um, I am actually helping people to through transition. And the Lord spoke to me yesterday and said, teach people to revolt against the ordinary in their lives. That's good. And so that is how that's the approach I'm taking in 2024, teaching people how to do that and helping them find their strengths and their original design in him and what he has created them to do and be. Because mm. not everyone is called to, to you know, church ministry or organizations like Elijah List or anything like that. But people have a heart for the Lord. They want to do things for the Lord and they don't know how or what that looks like. Right. So I hope you Well, and look, sometimes you can, you can, you can live your whole life knowing what to do next or whatever and then you find yourself in a place of going for the first time for the first time in my life i have no idea what i'm supposed to do what the lord wants me to do and that's i think that's what you know a service like yours is great you know like being able to to come alongside someone and 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 help them and help them yes so um i also run prophetic courses through that as well. Um, It's funny when you started talking, Jeff, I looked at the little symbol live. It was one hour, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. And the number 11 is transition. So like, it's transition. Um, (laughs) Sorry, the prophetic part of me, I'm like, Ooh, Uh yes. Um, So back to what I was saying, Mandy Woodhouse coaching, you can follow me. I'm, I'm going to be more active on that. Um, my website, if you go to the one that's up, it will take you to my website, but mandywoodhouse.com, where you find my blog, my coaching website, uh, customized itinerant ministry website. It's all on one. So mandywoodhouse.com. Um, I do have a YouTube that is not currently active, and I have a podcast, which I need to um, post the next one updating that which lauren was on my podcast recently and that was amazing oh it was very really was good good. you guys so check that out give that a listen it's more recent so if you go there you'll see like it's 
I think there's like one or two episodes in front, but there's two different episodes with Lauren back to back part one and two. Yes. Definitely worth your time. So as good. is the whole podcast. The whole podcast is worth your time as well. So <laughs> I have Lauren's been on, but I think Lauren's episode is better than mine. If I had to judge them. Oh. I don't I, they were both very good. They were no, I think good. Lord's is better, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, but guys, uh, please show Mandy your support. Go listen to her podcast. It's so her episodes are significantly shorter than mine, which is a really good thing because you can listen to them and like you know, if you have 20 minutes here or there, you know, you could just bust it out. It's great. So <laughs> um, you know, you try very hard to try and keep them nice and tight and packaged. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so uh, I think that's great. Yay. Um, everybody go follow all that stuff. <laughs> Links are in the description. So, Mandy, thank you so much. Yeah. We love you, you around so here. You're fantastic. I love you guys. Yeah. Y'all. So y'all. Y'all. Yes. <laughs> so, everybody, that's our show. Um, we're embarking on a new week. Here we go. Also, I wanted to remind everybody who missed my announcement at the beginning because some of you skipped the intros, which is totally fine. I get it. We have Elijah Fire merch now. Yay! So if you go to ElijahShopper.com and type in Elijah Fire, you'll see it. Or you can just click the link in the description. It'll take you right there. And we wanted to make sure that we gave Elijah Fire listeners and viewers access to it. First, we wanted to make a big announcement. Big whoop-de-doo. So check it out. We got stickers. We got shirts. We got mugs. So Go grab the Elijah Fire merch, order it uh, while supplies last, and then we'll resupply and all that stuff. So, um, but you you want to get in this first wave, you know, because that is you have to wait for a resupply. So, um, we love you guys, and tune in tomorrow. We've got Rayma Trainer back, woo! And um, and so that's gonna be really exciting. Really looking forward to that. That's at two p.m. Pacific time, five p.m. Eastern time. We love you guys, and we'll see you then. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.